Hi, I'm Gio Puyat, and this is Quentum Creatives, a podcast to get to know the stories, strategies, and lessons of Filipino creatives from different fields. Quentum Creatives is produced by Anima Podcasts. All right, so welcome to Quentum Creatives, and for this episode, we're gonna have another first. We'll be interviewing an actor, so someone who works professionally on the stage as a theater actor, as a film and TV actor who's also done commercials. Kakaibang hustle siya, dahil na sa Pilipinas, and I really wanted someone to get on the podcast and talk us through the ins and outs of what a career in acting is like in the Philippines. And Brian C. is a good friend. He's been in the acting business for over 10 years, as long as I've been in filmmaking. And I've seen his career change from the early college projects we were doing when I was in a film org and he was in an acting org, to eventually doing films that are on Netflix, that are on TFC. Uh, he's worked with multiple networks and done a lot of theatrical productions. So I'm very excited to share his thoughts on the podcast. I think what he goes through as an actor is very similar to what a freelancer would go through. Medyo similar din siya sa work ko kasi naghihintayan din kami ng mga bid. Naghihintayan kami ng mga project. So the mental ups and downs of having work or being vacant is very similar to I think what a lot of creatives would experience. It's also merinding performative aspect of what he does. He has to be completely present in the moment while he's doing the work. Which I think is something that a lot of us take for granted. So that's it. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Brian C. Okay, so welcome to another episode of Quentum Creatives. We have Brian C. He's an accomplished actor with work in film, TV, and the stage. You've seen him on Cinema One Film, Cinemalaya, Netflix. DFC and multiple stage productions basically is everywhere. So um, he was recently part of a six-person cast in a theatrical production called Sea Night. Am I getting that right? Um, yes, we have Brian C. on the podcast. Kamusta ka, bro? How have you been? All good, man. Again, thanks for having me here. Uh, I'm excited to whatever this is that we're going to end up talking about. Yeah. Yeah, all good. <laughs> yeah, you're actually my you're, you're my first um actor on the podcast. So excited and ako. Dami kong tanong. Um, Ayan naman ako. <laughs> I just found it really interesting when I ask other creatives or people who are hosts or have strong personalities that a lot of them kind of unlock their potential through being on stage in high school um or grade school ganun. So, say um What was it like for you? Diba? How did you, you know, catch the acting bug? Diba? Paano nagsimula yan for you? You know, if I'm, if I'm to be really honest about it, like, it took me a while to realize why I wanted to do this long term. Um, back then, it was the allure of... Kasi, I mean, na parang... Siguro dahil bullied ako ng high school. Kasi I never found my own space. Na parang suddenly, I had this platform where, you know, pagdating ng curtain call, plus you did well, pinapalakpakan ka. So yeah, you know, it's a bit narcissistic to an extent. Pero parang ang sarap lang ng feeling of validation at that moment in time. Um, and even the, li- the the smallest things, every every parang, and you know this, being a part of prod and whatnot, na parang, 
there is no such thing as a job description that is useless or small. Parang the, the smallest contribution to every production makes up the whole. So if one messes up, kahit ang little, ang konti lang na responsibility, maapektohan lahat. So that kind of mindset also drew me into into sticking to it. Kasi parang asarap ng that sense of collaboration that happens alongside. Uh, and eventually, the friendships that you make, partner rin yun. Anywhere naman you go, ganun naman din siya. Great, right. great. Yeah. Asig. Yeah, that's so, I mean, I don't think that's really narcissistic. But I mean, it's valid na kung may hinanakit ka dati and you found healing through the safe space through working with people and making something that you can all be proud of. Sobrang gandang experience din yun. Tapos tatatak talaga siya yun. Um, yeah, I want to ask you about uh, mentorship mm. in in that kind of line of work. Kasi siguro sa mga arts nga, um, madali makahanap ng tao na parang you look up to, you know? Um, and I'm always curious when I ask creatives about their quote-unquote decision to um, fully commit to arts in their career. And for a lot of people, it, it, may mentorship angle din yun kasi may nakita sila na path na na-forge ng mga, mga idol nila sa, sa arts na yun. So yun, um, can we just go back to that? Like that mindset where you you stayed a little longer than you should have in college and then you decided to commit to acting mm-hmm. full-time? Um, in terms of mem- mentorship, uh, Ricky, Ricky Abad, currently the artistic director of Arete in Ateneo. That's the arts compound, the theater there. Um, I can't specifically say like what things he said to me back then that led me to believe that I can do this profession. Because I think him at his age during that time even, he's seen people come and go all these students so parang he never really forces this the the kids us back then to like pursue this full time but when you're here you do the job 100% you commit to it you can make mistakes i'll get mad whatever but still you try your best right uh and i think because he, it wasn't forced onto me was and dami life lessons na nakukuha sa kanya even up till now um it just made me believe that, you know, I, I think it was it wasn't really a profound decision to pursue it professionally. It was maybe more of a practical decision, I think, during that time. Na parang, you know what? Yung I spent a bit longer in college. Parang kaya ko naman, and and I was fortunate enough, like, like for instance, my first gigs in film, because uh, that's where you know you earn a lot more doing film and TV comparatively to doing theater professionally um, was because we seen uh, Dan Villegas. You know, Dan gave me that big break. You know, sabi niya, kailangan namin ng some guy to do this uh, extra character for a film. So sabi ko, shocks, this is wonderful. Uh, you know, low risk, kumbaga, uh, but at least I get to immerse myself further and, so, and, and still a question mark kind of career. So, buti na lang, yun, as I said, pointed out because of the TA thing talaga wherein uh, some of our my seniors during that time ended up working in the industry afterwards. And I got that chance as well. 
I treat almost everyone who has more experience than me and wherever I work with as my mentors going forward. Um, of course, you pick and choose, right? What what works with you at a certain point in time. Um, but yeah, na parang, especially now, I re- I thought before na kusin na mas matanda, kusin na mas accomplished, yun yung magiging mentor mo, diba? as you work. And then I realized the more the more I let go of my ego um, and started just enjoying the craft, that's I, I've learned a lot from contemporaries, from you guys, even like even as simple as listening to your pod- podcast. It's like, oh, nga, no, na parang, but uh, I don't know, weird, because eh, parang napaka egotistical yung first part ng career ko. Eh. It's always wanting to make it work, wanting to make this acting thing work, but. You know, for whatever circumstances that came along, it just didn't go the way I envisioned it to be. So, that being, it took a lot of uh, self-assessment and reassessment and, of course, therapy. <laughs> Recently, I've been going through therapy a lot uh, to make me realize that those are things that are out of your control, right? So, when I started, you know, th- when I took a step back and started from scratch, technically, mindset-wise. When I get to work, I don't even think about as much anymore about, like, what, what's the role? Pang ilan yan sa list? Uh, how much is the pay? Especially during the pandemic, you're like, man, everybody else is starting to work in the industry, and I'm, I, I'm not, I wasn't during that time. At least you start, and then suddenly work came in. I'm like, I'm free, game. Didn't even ask what the role was, whatever show it was, go lang. I just want to work. And I guess when I went and came into that job with that kind of openness and mindset, I realized, oh my God, I took a lot of people. And the biggest thing I took for granted in the past 10 years of working professionally as an actor were the people whom I was working with because I was so focused on just making it, whatever that making it is, right? So yeah, now it's I've been enjoying just working with people. Sorry, I super, super relate to that. And I think that's also the reason why I wanted to do a podcast is so I could talk to other creatives. Because sometimes kapag you get too much in your head, you can kind of assume na magisa ka lang sa pinagdadaanan mo. But the truth is, and daming parallelisms kahit sa ibang industry eh, na you start off, you know, with all these questions about yourself, if you're good enough for work, especially if um, the nature of your work is parang bidding, diba? Or casting, diba? It's like, who is the best guy for this one? And then sometimes if you don't get something, it can really, like, hurt, diba? Your, 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 I know, your ego and everything. So I think talagang um, importante yung getting to know yourself, reassessment, magaling sinabi mo. Um, so yeah, I think this is just all part of it. The this whole quantum creatives is my own therapy. <laughs> no man, I get it, I get it. Because, <laughs> I've always wanted to do something like this. You know, even pre-pandemic, it was like, uh, you know, Tara, let's do a, a roundtable discussion. You know, with actors, directors, and lang lumipad for whatever reason. Pero, I, like what you were saying, I, I kind of realized watching all of these, like my actors and actors or. Uh, on on YouTube, 
the roundtable discussions, um, even podcasts. I think the guy's name was Sam something. I was going to say Sam Neil, but the actor is Sam Neil. Who's the photographer? Sam Harris. Sam Harris, man. Oh, the photographer. Uh, photographer. Hmm. And he would interview actors one on one, that sort of thing. And you know, na parang that that became my workout music. Na, just listening to podcasts. Just same. <laughs> exactly. Because parang you get to realize that oh, okay. As you pointed out, it's not me against the world. You know, everybody goes some way somehow goes through what we we are going through with our careers. And I guess a big part of it is perseverance, luck, and just continue honing your craft as you go along. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone say something like success is uh, opportunity plus preparedness or something like that. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, it's, you know, means and random luck lang when you get the opportunity and you just have to be prepared when it comes to that. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have like uh, a castmate that I I was letting out my frustrations about the career path that I was going through. And he was like, but I magingat ka sa pinapangarap mo. Kasi kung nabigay sa yan pa hindi ka handa. Tapos pumalpak ka. O di lalong mawawala ka na opportunities. Pero syempre during the time, you're like, no, I want it now. I don't care if I fail. Yeah. I just want to know if I can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard negotiating your ego versus what you have right now. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. I'm good to hear that you're in that space where you're just enjoying um, working right now. Because it's uh, healthy, nga, especially for a creative line of work, to, to be present in what you're doing. Yes. But I, I'll use it as a segue to move to career since we're already kind of talking about that. Mm-hmm. We did talk about this for a bit before na having to switch mindsets for the seasonal nature of your work. Right? Sometimes you're in ad work. Uh, sometimes it's theatrical productions or passion projects. So my guess is it's kind of like being a freelance creative na may iba-iba kang work requirements. Um, can you describe what the typical um, actor's job cycle is like, especially like working here in Manila? Right. Um, the typical, at least for me, how my career was, was really, uh, I was one, I, it's whom you know. At the start, because that's what gets you opportunities, especially if people really don't know who you are in the industry. Um, that's where you get auditions. That's where you get, hey, do this one role for a day for this show or for this movie. And if you do well enough, then that that would lead you to hopefully other roles in the future. But it's not it's not a sure thing. So yeah, for, for the longest time, majority of my career was really a lot of waiting and because back then i didn't know who i was completely at pre- in, in terms of being in the present sense uh wala nakatang- nga lang ako. so back then i'll do a movie a book a movie and then when that's done i'm sure the next one that comes in will be months down the road so if a theater project comes into play, I'll do theater. The thing is with theater, though, you do a play, you're kind of booked for about at least two months. And it's hard to do other stuff in between. Uh, especially, you can't act in a, in another movie or another TV TV show because that will take up the entire day. But people find ways, right? But it's also hard to miss rehearsals. 
I think I think that's also mm, the biggest yeah, yeah. thing. Commitment so, so again, talaga siya. Uh, commitment talaga. So it's a scheduling issue thing. Um but yeah, na besides that, you parang you do other odd jobs. You if you can, you host. I tried my hand at it. It's not really my thing. I don't host things. Uh it's yeah. weird. But it's a weird environment for me. Um Tabili ba ko sa mga tao na who can host events like nothing. You know, like, oh my god, I wish I had that skill. That's not me though. Uh, I I did a lot of voiceover work um, through mm, the years. Voiceover, yeah. Yeah, for ads, for events, and so on and so forth. That that kept me sane. And for a certain period of time in the 2010s, I worked with Run Entertainment, the ones who did the zombie runs. Uh, mm, yeah. breakout rooms and breakout Philippines yeah sa kanila yun but I worked for them for a while um, and then shifted parang I guess I remember it was back in 2017 when I decided you know I'm gonna pursue this acting thing full time and I was booked from January to December and I was burnt out so, but it was a good thing supposedly right but come 2018 kala ko sabi ko shucks so that's what Four or five years in the industry working, naging may isang taon na ako na sobrang consistent. Bakit ano yon? 2018, next level. You know, parang corporate lang. Parang I get, I get promoted. Tama. Diba? And 2018 comes. <laughs> Wait lang. <laughs> Nandito pa ako, guys. <laughs> Wala pa gusto kumuha sa akin. Sabi ko, shocks. Did I do something wrong? Did I... You know, mess things up with whoever I collaborated with before. But no, it's really just the nature of the industry. You can't be in everything. Wild, yeah. That must fuck with you for sure. <laughs> and it's like what you're saying. It's out of your control. But, yeah. parang your your yung continuation of job is reliant on all these outside factors. Right. Diba? You know, there's a good, there's a really interesting thing that I make went with the younger kids from Ateneo when parang talking about career paths. You know, when it comes to casting, it's not necessarily because you're not good. And I think I kind of understood that more when I started like helping out casting certain things. Like, um, I'm an actor, director, asking me, like, who can you cast for this? Then you start thinking about, you know, specific people that really fit the role. Not necessarily who could do it better than the other, but it's really just who fits that more. So it's not it's not something that's personal. I mean, if I can add to that too, na the I've seen so many casting processes, kahit sa ad from the ad perspective, wala. Nami ko ng mm. pinagdaan meeting na may right. slideshow ng mga talents. We see them giving their um their reading lines mm-hmm. or just doing that funny thing where they say yes in different emotions. Right. Which is, I find like such a funny way to <laughs> if see someone parang, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's just such a funny quick ad way of seeing if someone can act. Right. But um, and dami talagang factors that go into a casting decision and sometimes it's super petty. Like I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's just, just a corporate person saying, this guy doesn't fit the blank brand. Right. Ay, mukhang blank Mukhang, this guy looks like a brand na bagay sa brand natin na so, totally subjective. Mm-hmm. Like, has nothing to do with how you've prepared for your role exactly. or anything. So, um, yeah, a lot of the time, these these decisions are really out of our hands. So, <laughs> nakakatawa lang. Yeah, man. Ako, 
Kaya siguro I kind of gave up also on doing VTRs for ads. Kasi, one, I'm, I'm from QC and most of the VTRs happen in Makati. So yung gastos yeah. mo pupunta malam doon for something you don't know. But of course, syempre diba you try to hit every, you know, every chance that you can get. Definitely. But uh, I guess sa akin na parang I, I, I'm probably a little bit more fortunate enough that I don't have to rely on that side of things in terms of us being an actor to be able to sustain a manner of living financially. Right, right. right. Is it, um, I'm curious, is like uh, being, is joining a theater production kind of more like doing a passion thing for your acting as opposed to doing film and TV? Tama ben? Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, it's definitely not a financially um, stable thing to pursue. Um, so, so it's really like what makes me decide to join a, uh, a theater proje- production is basically who am I working with? What's and then secondary material, and then of course, the Who am I working with? What is the material? Why are we doing this? Yun yung three main things ko. Na parang knowing that I will not earn so much from this, there has to be something greater than a financial return that makes me want mm. to commit to this and say no to other things that uh, that that could be more financially beneficial. Yeah. But I, I think with this, with, with plays, it's that, you know, na parang, shucks, I want to work with this guy, that that girl, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the play, the material speaks of something and the, the direction of that material fits hand in hand with my sense of personal politics and values and principles. So, it helps me ano to, it helps me decide to commit to cert, to to that endeavor um it helps me cuz i mean i'll be honest i'm i'm, I'm I've, I've figured out that i'm a lazy person so it, <laughs> you know i like the easiest and most efficient way to get things done so when when i'm placed in situations where it takes a prolonged time to constantly commit to something, it, it takes a whole lot of reasoning and, and purpose for me to do it. Um, so with place, those are the things. Um, and it's not, there are so many incredible people in the theater industry, more or less, that you know kind of won't necessarily run out of those reasons or those opportunities. But pili na lang yung sa akin, kung yung mga masarap katrabaho. As we grow older, ganun naman talaga Parang inevitable yung side hustle na like you were saying you have voice acting you have you can try hosting try different things bakang iba uh, social media naman influencer right. whatever right. but um how how do you avoid burnout in those situations I'm sure you've seen it from other people maybe experience it yourself but what have you done to avoid burning out and leaving some you know of your soul for projects that matter to you I think. It all boils down to disposition. This is just me, hypothetically speaking. Um, because I think when, when when the purpose, your disposition towards doing something is clear to you. Like for instance, I'm doing project A because you know I need to earn. I'm in the red. You, you know, no matter how hard it gets, 
you're gonna make sure you get that work done. I'm doing this thing because I want something to say. I have a chance to to fight for a certain philosophy or principle that I believe in. So I'm gonna commit a hundred thousand percent to this. And yeah, you know, eventually physically you get you'll get tired. So that's I think where discipline comes in, wherein you don't hang out after rehearsals or after shoots. You know, you go home, you rest. You work out. For me, working out right now is really just so that I can do my job properly. More than anything, sense of uh, vanity na I want to look good. I mean, it goes with it, I guess. But I also want to eat what I want to eat. Uh, but, but I guess that's it. There elements revolving around things. But definitely, there's, there is such a thing as even though you follow that, you burn yourself out. So it goes back to Siguro... My best friend and my therapist have this way of getting to meet again. Maybe recently lang to, I was ranting about something and then my best friend would say, Ryan, at the end of the day, we are not our work. Which is, which is I guess, so hard to accept. Ganda, yeah. yeah. But in any field, whether you're corporate or in the creatives, we are not our work. It does not define who we are. It only defines one aspect which is the work professional aspect, but the rest of us is completely separate from that. So separated from that. Um, it's a hard thing to be able to understand. So even up till now, I'm still processing that statement whenever I get to that kind of situation of self-doubt and whatnot. But yeah, I keep that in mind. We are not our work. So even, especially when you're doing well, not so when you're doing bad, because that's easy to disengage, but when you're doing well, when things are going fine and dandy, yeah, you know, I hope I reach that point. But you know, hopefully I get to remind myself and be aware that you know this is not who I am. This is just Brian the actor or Brian the creative, whatever. Brian Brian the friend, the, the brother, the yes, son. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's so that's such good advice. I mean, that's what I try to tell myself then all the time. Because especially when I talk to other directors, I say, parang we all, whenever we get together with some of my director friends, para siyang ane therapy session. Because lahat kami um, na experience ng ganun, na you are not defined by your portfolio. Na oh, you're not you're not the food guy. You're not like the lifestyle guy. Because right, it's right. literally how we get work. Because like direct pasend ng real mo yung mga lifestyle, yung mga food, yung mga narrative ganyan. And then suddenly you think na am I you know this guy? Am I just like the narrative guy? Am I just this whatever? So <laughs> you kailangan bantay ka nga talaga na sa sarili mo. You don't slip into that. But actually, I want to move over to process on acting since we're we're kind of in, in that space. But I'll start with an easy question. Can you describe that feeling of what it's like before a show or during a show that translates to like a successful performance that you're happy with? And has that changed through the years? Right. I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Na parang the, the pre-prod phase. So that's rehearsals or, excuse me, pre-show sa amin, di ba? For theater or even in thin, uh, film and TV, na the days leading and the hours and minutes leading to that three to one action, you do everything that you can. Uh, you do your homework. You, if you can rehearse, you rehearse. You explore. 
because there's there are endless possibilities to how a role is being done, how a scene can be done. But you make a decision and before jumping into the scene. But even though you've done all of that, pagkakaunta ng 3 to 1 action, pagka-off ng lights sa, sa stage, everything is a gamble. Wow. You, you, yeah. you, you trust that the rehearsals, the, the discussions, the, the back and forth, the prep, it'll come out when it's there. Because what you need to be when you step on stage, when the cameras are rolling, is just be present. Knowing your lines and whatnot. But you can plan things out, but things change. But co-actor So you respond differently. You know, this is why I love my friends in, in the industry. Because like I remember back in 2015 or 2014, there's there's one co-actress that told me, Bray, okay ka naman. The problem is you don't listen. And I'm like, what? I'm listening. You're saying your line. I know my cue. I say my, my response. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, I was like, what are you talking about? I'm listening. I've been doing this for a while. Quote, unquote. You know, again, <laughs> you know I, I'm good at this. Shut it. You know, doing more work. That's when I realized, and of course, fortunate enough to go under other workshops, you know, performing abroad, seeing other things, broadening my my way of thinking. That's when I realized, fudge. The hardest thing to do is to listen. So not not just in our craft, but also in real life. Na parang we don't, we have not created the habit of listening, of really understanding what is being told to us, and listening to ourselves as well. The way our body sensations happen, how does that respond? And if you can't figure it out, then then it becomes muddled. Then the response becomes muddled. So up to now, it's a constant practice of learning how to listen. Um, even now, that's when I realized like everything like alcohol and uh, other things that inhibit your present awareness are not actually helpful <laughs> at times when it comes to being able to listen. Um, so I try not to do that when I act. Siguro a shot of whiskey is okay. <laughs> Just to loosen up. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> besides that, yun eh, na, baka nga ngayon, even in this podcast, meron akong mga na-miss out nga na dahil hindi ako masyado nakikirik. Masyado ako focus sa shocks. Say something interesting, Brian. You get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. It's been great, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. But yun eh, so those are the things that 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 happened. That that's the biggest realization for me, process-wise, in terms of acting. But before going into it, you can do everything and anything. You prep as hard as you can. But once you step there, once the scene happens, then it's free for all. Para, at least that's the way I wanna think about it. I don't wanna be because I don't know a case-to-case basis. Then depending who you're working with. But for the most part, that's my philosophy. Na allow myself to experience what this is. And maybe something new comes up that I never even thought of before. So, yeah. So I love that. I totally agree with the listening point. Like it's it's really um I think a lot of people like to talk over other people or parang provide a solution right away without actually trying to understand what the other person is giving them. So talagang may difference siya in the performance mm-hmm. and even just like relating to people in general you can tell when someone's not listening right, right, right. um i kind of want to use that as a segue to 
to ask about collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked kanina about that analogy na may basketball team, di ba? You're all there. Um, actually, ako, sometimes I think of a band when I'm watching a band or if I'm playing with my band, it's like you have to listen to what the other guy is doing. You can't just like do your part over. It, it makes a difference. Eh? So, um, parang, and even the good bands, you see them, parang silang may psychic connection. Diba? And I see that in a play, I see that in an ensemble for like a, a movie or a, a show. It's like they have that ano, parang unspoken connection. Mm-hmm. Um, can you unpack na how you what what what's it like? I'm sure it's different every time, um, but how do you open up with fellow fellow actors and find that chemistry? I think a big part of it is your confidence in yourself. Meaning, and I and I want to qualify that. Na parang, I think confidence in self is is parallel to self awareness. So knowing that you don't know everything. But knowing that the things that I know, I can probably do well enough to get to make me do my job well, uh, properly. Uh, make me do my job in a good way. <laughs> anyway, sorry, lose vocabulary. But yeah. um, and then when you have those, that's one part of it. Another part of collaboration is trusting the people who you're working with at that point in time. So, walang judgment, ah. whether or not, parang, you know, for me, na, parang people ask me, oh, sino yung, sino, parang, sinong actor ang medyo ganyan in terms of skills? Sabi ko, well, oh, cheese miss question. Oh, cheese miss question, <laughs> yung mga ganyan. Uh, sabi ko, sa, sabi ko, you know what? If I'm gonna be nitpicky about it, I can say a person's name and say this is what he or she is lacking, etc., etc., etc. But why am I gonna waste brain space? <laughs> you know, but this job is, you know, my life and this job is is so overwhelming already to begin with. So why am I gonna waste brain space to judge other people <laughs> because of their skill just to make me feel better? But it doesn't. It's not gonna help when I'm doing a scene. It's not going to help when I'm working with people outside of even acting, even as friends, even as people, per se. So, parang, I think that's the other part. Though. So, your self-awareness, the other part is stop judging your co-actors. Stop making it a competition. You know, even not just co-actors, even your collaborators. Uh, this is still something that I, I am still working on. Uh, I'm not perfect. Uh, but but at least alam ko when it comes to co-actors mas klara sa akin yan mas kaya ko siyang itawid um, and just being open knowing that I guess you know two brains are are better than one uh, that kind of disposition when you have two great ideas that don't seem to to coincide properly smoothly, then I guess if there is mutual respect with each other and the process of knowing that you're doing this for something beyond yourselves, it's for it's for the story, it's for the mounting of whatever that is, then hopefully, some way, somehow, you come to an agreement with a third option, which is probably way better than two individual options. 
It's either that or one gives in over the other. So it's a back and forth, right? It's a case-to-case basis. I'm not saying that my way of thinking has allowed me to work with people smoothly. No. You will all, people always come from different places for certain projects, for certain scenes in their minds. So parang babalik tayo sa makikinig ka. You know? Then whether or not you decide to put your foot down or or compromise or find a different way. It's all up to however the situation is. Pero makikinig ka. Kasi when, when, if the listening portion of this interaction is not there to begin with, then there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> but yeah. baka yan na lang kayo hanggang Magiging, ano na lang siya, Facebook. Facebook comment section na lang. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> exactly. Lang. Toxic lang siya. Oh, toxic. Mas parang wala na. Parang na tayo naging troll sa trabaho. No? Parang, guys, this is not uh, for us. <laughs> diba? May pelikula tayo, may TV show tayo, may may play tayo na ginagawa. Hindi, hindi natin project to. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm speaking from right. a very idealistic manner. <laughs> um, I want to ask about uh everything you just said in context to your last project tama ba to? is this are we okay to talk about um scene night yung nakita ko nagpost si Gilan eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way is like a brilliant guy God, and man. um that <laughs> but um yeah can you i just found that super interesting kasi it's um you're you're part of that cast right. kayong, i haven't seen it but i'm really curious i saw some photos i saw the the promo material Mm-hmm. Na by the way, yung man who sold the world um, translation sa uh, Filipino music, ganda, yeah, super ganda. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so can you kind of um, tell us about your experience? Uh, first, tell us what the play was, and then how did you get to see yourself kind of um, you know exercising those those uh, lessons you had in collaboration with that cast? Okay. Since hindi pa din banggitin yung title ng play dahil uh, why, why we can't say the name of the play is because we didn't pay for the rights. Because it's expensive. <laughs> Kasi the entire purpose of scene night uh, as per Gilan. So scene night is just like a um, parang ano lang. Parang uh project name. Ganun. Oo. Na actually, si, Jake, si Cuenca yung nagbigay nun. Kasi yun yung ginagawa nila when he attended Strasbourg in New York, Strasbourg, Berlin. Yeah, and parang every weekend they would have a scene night. So, parang it's kind of like a culmination of the week's work in progress. Atayon, this is where we're at right now. So they'll do a scene or something. Ganyan, ganyan. So, nagustuhan ni Jojit Lorenzo, who's the owner and uh, also photographer and actor, owner of Henner Cafe in Tihener. <laughs> Open every day, Jojit. Uh, um, so when we did that, uh, it was really a thing that, okay, Gilan's leaving for the States. He wants to do something. Georgette uh, wants to use the space for something. See if, if we can stage something in that cafe slash bar. Uh, so it was an all experiment. And then kami kami na naman ni Jenny, uh, who's my girlfriend, and then Topper, and a, and a fantastic actress at that as well, and director, si Topper then. Uh, Dolly, who just came back from Cannes, high praises, like moment talaga. And uh, Jake, na nahatak ni Topper, because Jake has been starting to do theater before the pandemic hit. Um, 
I don't know, again, chambahan din siya na parang that group just, every individual of that group, I would like to say, was in the right framework and mindset to just do something for the love of it. Um, so that became a thing. So when we did that play, um, the entire process, funnily enough, lasted for about a month. We had like two months, but mga 16 rehearsals, 20 rehearsals in between. And then the the it was supposed to be just one show. We invited the people we wanted to share in that sort of despedida show. Kapal na mo nga talaga na gilan. Yung despedida niya palapas. <laughs> Pinatrabaho. Despedida pala yan. No, okay. Parang yun naman yung second intention niya, despedida. Pas one last thing before he leaves for two years. Um, it was, I would, we would like to think it was a success and then there was just a bit more clamor because people started posting about it. So we're like, okay, one more time. One more time. And then it was filled up and yun. So, it was wonderful, man. Kasi, Again, I, I, I hearken it back to everyone just wanted to listen. Everyone just wanted to make this project work. And because there was that shared mutual respect amongst the cast and, and the team, the artistic team, it just became about, you know, we're not so focused anymore about hurting anybody's egos. We were so focused on just finding what works best for whatever, for the show. Um, and, and that's the beauty of it, no? Kasi parang toxicity, when ego comes into play, those things take time and effort and brain space away from the the work. If you can just collaborate somehow, we listen, we, we respect each other's um, dispositions and mindsets and that some way somehow we can come up with something and I'm not saying it's the best production ever and I don't think it's about that anymore um, I remember I know, I know I'm gonna jump a little bit off tangent but it's related to this anyway but I remember when they asked Ateneo asked me to talk to incoming freshmen of the fine arts uh, department now uh, uh si, the, the then ano yung title nun? Ala. Ano yung title sa chairman? Hindi. Ang department. Ano tawag sa kanila? Kasi yung, kasi yung, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Martin. Pero si Martin, it was Martin Villanueva back then, a writer, poet. Um, I think he said that when he was orienting the kids, na parang Ateneo process of education, especially for the arts, is more outcome, focus on outcome more than output. And I kept that in mind. Wow, that's a beautiful way to, to see things. It's not necessarily the output and let other people worry about that, the quality of the output, but it's more of the outcome. And the quality of the outcome is dependent on the quality of the process taken. Um, and I guess when I mean by outcome, it's it's what you learn from it. It's what you get out of it. Because at the end of the day, you let's say, a uh, bad example, you work on a film, lead cast, superstars, A, B, cast the rest, director, DOP, etc., etc., etc. Top of the line in the industry, kanda ng material, etc., etc. 
you let it out, you shoot it, and then when you sell it, it doesn't become a block box office hit. It doesn't become a blockbuster. Those are things that are out of your control while you're shooting something. You can try to hit certain formulaic decisions, but you never know how your market is going to react. That's how I see it. If we're so focused on like going back to what we did, the scene night, if any of us were so focused on, I want to prove to people that I'm a freaking fucking good actor. I'm amazing. And not a lot of people are going to see this and only a few people are going to talk about this and see it. And I let it be a mystery. Then I'm sure if I came into that rehearsal process for a month with that kind of mindset, I'm sure I wouldn't have been able to reach that that kind of quality with everybody else for that show that I did, that we did. So, yun yun sa akin na parang wala wala sa amin. Hindi nangibabaw yun. Kasi tao tayo. So somehow, somehow you're, gonna, you're gonna think about it. Diba? Way, this is a chance to somehow prove not only to other people, but also most especially to myself that I can do something like this. I can do a role like this. I can, I can be a part of a production like this. It's a part of it. Pero kung hindi, kung nangibabaw yun dun sa entire purpose of just putting up the show, knowing that it's a despedida for a good friend, a best friend, um, and it's working with wonderful people, but you go beyond that. Again, going back to 2013, 2010s, Brian. Ma, I, I'm sure I wouldn't be able to say now, if I had that mindset, na, shocks, I'm friends with Jay Cuenca, I'm friends with Dolly De Leon, Popper Fabregas, Jenny Amora, Gilan Nawarka, and so on and so forth. And, and that for me is more important because after the show, after the shoot, after everything, I like that value of being able to, hey, Let's hang out. Let's talk about other things. Because we go back to life eh, after a project. That's, that's, that's when, more so, when that statement, we are not our work, applies to the experience. Mas masarap yung bonding natin outside of that. It's something that we can go back to. It's something maybe we'll do again in the future. Maybe as a whole. I don't know. If, if this, I'd love to see that. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would love to do it again. And I'd love more people to see it. Kasi, nasarap. Na parang hindi na siya about proving that we are fantastic creators. We are raw. You know, we are the most, we are pang national artist level. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It, those things don't matter in the end. What matters is the relationships you build with people along the way. And I think that for me is more valuable now, more than proving that I can do what I can do. Um, but again, it's a part of it. It's a, no, you know. Yeah, that's like, for me, that's the best case scenario you can get out of a creative project na you're with other like-minded people who are there for the work, proud guys and you leave it with friends. That's like literally the best thing you can ask for um, if you're in a creative field. But yeah, I, I do want to um, wrap up our conversation more on advice. Naman. So, yung angulo ng advice. Um, if there are any younger actors or people who want to get into the acting who are listening to this, 
um yun ganun yung perspective like what would you say to them and siguro I'll start it off by um angling it with this question uh, what is the worst advice that you've heard about your industry or craft kasi marami na tayong nakwentong ano eh magandang advice the diba? stuff you've learned uh, the better choice but what were like early stuff um you've heard na parang pucha mali pala yun <laughs> does anything come to mind bago ka lang sa industriya do parang wala kang karapatan to put your foot down when it comes to unethical things so there is a way kasi diba parang you know you have to work your way through it tiisin mo lang yan tiisin mo lang yan i mean there is sound advice to that but i guess we're living in an age we're in we have the right to put our foot down when it comes to things that make us feel uncomfortable. And we think it's a part also of how we are able to, to evolve the craft and industry in itself as well. So I'm talking about practices that, you know, let's let's say as blatant as nudity, as blatant as guess, even intimate scenes, as blatant as um, fight scenes even, you know, physical scenes. Now, if it... Dati kasi understandably so you know we work in limited re- in, in a limited resources kind of way so we always want to get things as quickly as we can right albeit we skip steps to make things safe to make things comfortable with people i'm not saying that we should be so sensitive to everything but it's more so that let's make things proper and ethical So, nandun ako. Nandun ako sa point na hindi na pa pwede sa akin na hindi, dahil bago ka lang dyan. Bago ka lang. Or hindi ka pakilala. Wala kang karapatan para sabihin na hindi ka komportable. Hindi. At the end of the day, we're just shooting a film. We're just shooting a TV show. We're just, shoot, we're just staging a play. They are just work. You know, to a certain extent. Yes, we can be passionate about it. We can be to probably change somebody's life. But at the end of the day, it's still one project out of the millions of projects that are being done every day. So, take care of yourself, I think. But do it, there is a way to, of doing it without completely burning bridges. <laughs> I would like to think of, kanya-kanya na yun. Kanya-kanyang paraan na yun. Pero sa akin, don't let yourself be taken advantage of. Is, uh, that takes away more than you than than whatever that TF is for you for that certain project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is more Tenda. your 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 health, your mental well being, your your self love is more important than that paycheck to a certain extent. Kung hindi, kung gipit na gipit, <laughs> well. <laughs> napunta na rin ako dyan uh, wala hanap ka na paraan to make it happen kasi ayun ako ayoko magsalita kasi baka may masabi ako na matikin you know in the wrong way pero yun na parang I'm sure that you will find a way ah also yeah, yun yung bad advice na narinig ko dati na sabi na, na put your foot down to a certain extent to a certain extent Magbibigyan na ba ako ng good advice? Wala, wala namang good advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sige. Um, 
you know, I mean, just just to add to that, like I think that's super important that you bring up uh, ethics and your principles, lala na sa sa climate niya, of like um, historical revisionism and everything, and how like media can actually change how people think. So, um, definitely questions we should be asking ourselves for sure. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, okay, so on the flip side, naman, uh, sa lahat ng nakuwento mo recently. Uh, Uh, yung, you were doing well, 2017, and then 2018, biglang tahimik, tapos nag-pandemic pa. Um, what is one of the most important like lessons or habits or ideas that y- you picked up in the past few years um, after everything we just talked about? I mean, it's okay if you can circle back to stuff we already talked about, but if there's like one thing you can identify, something new you learned. Siguro the best kind of advice that I would also want to hear is to get to know myself. So get to know yourselves more away from the craft. Um, as much as it, you know, it's hard because like the craft is until the day we die kind of thing, hope in a certain way that we choose to pursue. Um, but I would like to think The way we get to know ourselves more outside of it, the we get to realize certain things about life, about the way we interact with people, about societies that we would never have thought of before. It's it's still imperative for every creative. I would like to think. Or this is something I tell myself to to lean on the side of empathy and understanding first before deciding on your own principles and values afterwards. Um, to listen, diba? Then tayo muna babalik. Makinig. Tsaka, pagkatapos makinig, gumawa para may iba pang, diba? If you yourself as a creator cannot listen, then I would like to think the product, the end product of what you put out, only certain people will listen to. So hopefully, I would like to think in a hypothetical way, if you're that type of creator and your collaborators are the same, that has that openness for ideas and stories to be told, then hopefully some way, somehow, with the honing of the craft and the skill aspect of it, maybe that material can be opened up to the other side you know those people who would say na nah, just because you're of that political leaning hindi na kita pakikinggan no I think uh, you put out some really like interesting ideas and um, I, one thing leads to another Dubai. if you give yourself access to empathy and understanding it can lead to you seeing uh, the complexity of everything and diba, kapag complex siya hindi siya black and white And because it's not black and white, you can learn. Maybe it's the first step to understanding and listening. So, bumalik din tayo din sa, sa listening, diba? Ryan, thanks so much. Sobrang okay yung usapan natin. Sana makontinue natin to sa totoo. Yeah, man, man. Definitely. <laughs> But thanks so much, man. Really good to have you. I, on man, I am so happy and honored to be part of this also. To share my thoughts in spite of it being alcohol-driven. I'm kind of jealous, actually. So, kaya sa susunod, gagawin na natin ang hanaparapan. Find us at Kwentong Creatives on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
and you can follow me at GioPuyat on Instagram. Big thanks to DJ ET the Fourth for our music, and Laser Kaluya for our design and branding. It isn't no, 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 no.